Sarah hovered around the television, horrified at what she was seeing. An overwhelming flood of monstrous-looking people were exiting and surrounding a hospital. They were attacking people indiscriminately. The news reporter talked about their deaths casually, describing the carnage rather than turning away. It probably got the station better ratings. She turned down the sound when the helicopter reporter tried to get a shot inside the hospital. She worried for Peter and Joey. The two had been gone an hour now, and would probably be gone in a while longer since they were picking up Talia and the girls before returning home. The highways were a tangled and panicked mess. Gridlock had turned them into parking lots. Sarah looked outside at the rain before heading into the kitchen to get dinner started. She went into the basement, heading down the hatch to their fallout shelter. She smiled as she thought, These might be the only things worth a damn that came out of the Cold War. Sarah crossed to the pantry, checking over their freeze-dried rations. She had a feeling they were going to be needed. Her fat, loving husband would be glad he'd paid attention to her and bought the food. He became grumpy when he missed meals. Sarah went back into the kitchen, preparing dinner for the army that would be arriving soon. She was kneading dough for a loaf of bread when John came into the home. She smiled when Jekyll, John's son, walked through the door as well. Well, look at you. You're almost as tall as I am now. She walked over and gave the young man a hug, pointing to the living room as she turned back to her dough. You two keep an eye on the TV in case something happens. Just because I'm not going to watch it anymore doesn't mean you two shouldn't stay on top of it. Sarah turned back to her dough, trying to keep her mind off her husband and family. It wasn't long before she was tuning the boys out while she finished preparing dinner. Joey turned down the street Peter's house was on, watching for signs of life. Nothing stirred on the road. He pulled up before the door, and Peter jumped out to run up the paved walk to his home. Joey waited patiently, worried and knowing that the hospital from the news was just up the road. He'd turned the radio off on the way there. All any of the stations were talking about was the hospital. The reporters talking about the thick black vomit of those poor souls caused Joey's stomach to turn. Five years as a certified nurse's assistant, and he still couldn't handle someone else's vomit. He jumped, startled when someone pounded on his window. Let me in, man. They're coming. Joey shook his head negative at the stranger. You look like a damned junkie. Why would I let you in? Haven't you been watching the news? These people, they're not people anymore. The man pounded his fist on the window. Now let me in. Peter came out of the house with his daughters, rushing for the car. He stopped when he saw the stranger yelling at his friend. Hey, who the fuck are you? Holy shit, man, don't just stand there. Get your kids in the fucking car, the man yelled at him, running over and trying to grab one of the girls. He pulled up short when Peter took a swing at him. All right, I won't touch your girls, but get them the fuck out of here. Go, girls, get in the car. Peter took up a defensive stance while the girls jumped in with Joey. The stranger didn't move a muscle, waiting for the girls to get into the car before asking, Are you guys really going to abandon me here? There goes my faith in humanity. Peter, are you going to come get these suitcases? Talia asked as she came out onto the porch, oblivious to the man her husband stood facing. Apocalypse or not, I'm not leaving my clothes behind. Fuck your clothes, woman. Get in the car, Peter scolded her, refusing to take his eyes from the stranger. Well, that's no way to talk to me, she protested, heading back into the house. 
I guess I'll just have to get it my...